Welcome to The Skin Reel, your guide to all things skincare, skin health, beauty, and more, curated by dermatologists and true skin experts. I'm your host, Dr. Mary Alice Mina. I'm a double board certified dermatologist and dermatologic surgeon with over a decade of clinical experience. If you're looking for real, practical, unhyped skincare guidance and expertise, or you just think the skin is really cool, then you're in the right spot. I'm so glad you've tuned in to The Skin Reel. Now let's dive in because this is how dermatologists talk skin. Hi everyone, quick disclaimer here before we start. This podcast is for educational purposes only and is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. This podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. If you're looking for help on your skin journey, please check out the American Academy of Dermatology's website, aad.org, where you can search their database for dermatologists near you. It is so important that you have someone in your corner who's well-trained, licensed, and board-certified who can help you make decisions when it comes to your skin health. Okay, got it? Great. Now for the fun stuff. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me on this week's episode of The Skin Reel. Today, we are going to be talking all about total body skin exams, what they are, what happens during a visit, and who should have one. Having an established relationship with a board-certified dermatologist is one of the best ways to catch skin conditions early or potentially prevent skin problems from even happening in the first place. It's also a great opportunity for a skilled dermatologist to be evaluating your skin and looking for things like skin cancers because one in five Americans will develop a skin cancer in their lifetime. So catching them early is definitely preferred. Fortunately, our skin is probably the most visible organs that we have. So a skin check can be relatively painless, minimally invasive, and it can potentially save your life. I think what keeps many people out of the dermatologist's office is potentially a fear of the unknown, not really knowing what happens during a skin exam. Do I have to get undressed? Is it going to be embarrassing? Am I going to feel exposed? Or you may be thinking, I don't have anything I'm worried about. Or you have something you're worried about, but you're embarrassed that if it's nothing, you would have been wasting your dermatologist's time and you'll feel silly for having gone in and spent money on a copay. And I totally get it. I understand. However, let me reassure you, you are never wasting our time when you come in and let us look at something. I would much rather have you come in and let me see it and let me give you the good news that it's totally benign, nothing to worry about and put your mind at ease. More often than not, a patient will come in with a spot that they're concerned about, and while that spot may be totally benign, while they're there, I actually catch something that they hadn't noticed that is of concern. And again, it's so important that we caught it early because we can treat it very easily without it being a big, complicated process. And once you have established A relationship with a dermatologist, it's much easier to call up the office when you get that random rash or that random spot that pops up and you need to pop in for a quick 
check. It's much, much harder to call up for a quick same day or next day evaluation of a spot or a rash when you're a brand new patient and you haven't established care with that dermatologist. At that skin check, your dermatologist will then be able to tell you how often you really need to be seen. And that may be on an as-needed basis if you're young with minimal sun damage and few moles. Or perhaps they may say it's probably best for you to come twice a year given a strong history of skin cancers or many moles on the skin. So again, let your dermatologist be the one to guide you after that first visit on how often you need to come back. So let's talk about who would benefit from a total body skin exam. Typically, if you're an adult in your mid-30s or older, you should go in for a baseline skin cancer screening and total body skin exam where your dermatologist can look you over head to toe to evaluate for any concerning skin conditions and especially skin cancers. If you have a strong history of sunburns or a strong family history of melanomas or many, many moles, especially moles that look a little funny, it's probably best for you to come in even as young as 18 or in your early 20s. And again, once you're there, your dermatologist can assess how often you really need to be followed. Typically, we do recommend that if you've had more than one skin cancer, that you should be seen twice a year, at least for the first several years, because once you've had one skin cancer, you are more likely to develop another in the next several years. So that's why we do follow our skin cancer patients a little more closely with biannual exams. So what happens during your skin check? Well, when you first get brought back into a room, you will be asked to put on a gown. And I ask my patients to undress to their comfort level. And while it is okay to wear underwear because we can work around it and, and look under and, and move it as needed, I do think it's preferable for women to take their bras off so that we can get a more thorough and accurate evaluation of the chest and the back skin. But again, if you are not comfortable doing that, just let your dermatologist know and don't let that be the only reason you're not going in for a skin check. Now, before the physical exam even begins, as soon as I walk in the door, your skin check has started. And I like to start by getting to know my patients a little bit, finding out why they're here. Is there anything in particular that they're worried about or bothered about? Any new spots? Anything of concern? And then I like to understand sort of their sun exposure history. Where did they grow up? Did they get a lot of sunburns, especially blistering sunburns before they were 18 years old? I like to find out about their family history. Is there anyone with a history of particularly melanoma in the family, like a mom, dad, or first-degree relative? I like to find out if they've had a history of a skin cancer personally and how it was treated and where it was. It's then good to know about what they're currently doing for sun protection, if anything. You know, are they wearing sunscreen? Are they trying to not get sunburned? And what do they do for a living? Do they work outdoors or are they more in an office setting? And what do they like to do for vacation? Are they always going to the beach to scuba dive or sail or surf? Because that's going to be very different from a patient who, who doesn't do those kind of activities. 
During the skin check, I will also go over your past medical history. So finding out not just about your skin history, but your medical history. What other medical diagnoses and issues do you currently have? And what medications are you taking? And this can be very important because if you are on immunosuppressive medications, that is going to increase your risk of skin cancers. And in addition, other medications can also do that. And while I'm talking to the patient, I am actually already starting the physical exam. I am taking notes on what skin tone the patient has, what color hair, what color eyes. And I'm also able to see, does it look like they have a history of of sun damage? Do I see visible sun damage? Do I see a lot of moles or freckling? And even standing across the room talking to them, I'm able to appreciate some very important information before I even start the official exam. I then like to start my exam in a very systematic way. I always start with the scalp and I work my way down all the way to the patient's toes. And I do this every single time so that I never miss a body location. It's important to check the scalp because a lot of patients don't have anyone looking at their scalp. You may be the only person assessing it. So I like to carefully comb through the scalp, especially the top part of the scalp, and look within the hair to make sure there's nothing hiding. I will then carefully look at the face, including eyelids, nose, lips, and ears, because these are common areas for skin cancers, and they get a lot of sun exposure. I then work my way down to the patient's neck, their shoulders, their upper chest, which again gets a lot of sun exposure. And then I will look at their arms. And I like to start at the nails, the fingers. I make sure to flip the hands over to look at the palms. And then I carefully look at the arms and I like to raise the arm so that I can see even the armpit skin, what we call the axilla. I then will evaluate the patient's chest, abdomen, and then under the underwear. And I also like to ask patients if they have any particular concerns on the genitals. I then look at the top part of the patient's legs all the way down to their toes. And again, look at the toenails and make sure to look at the bottoms of the feet. I then have the patient stand up so that I can get a really thorough look at their back, their buttocks, and the back of their legs to make sure nothing else is hiding and nothing has escaped my surveillance. And that's it. That's the physical exam. If there's anything that's concerning or worrisome, I will then point it out to the patient and we will talk about what to do next. Sometimes that's simply just drawing their attention to it and having them monitor it. Sometimes I will take a photo or some measurements, and sometimes I will use a special light called a dermatoscope that helps magnify the skin lesion so that I can get a closer look at it. If it looks concerning to me or I'm unclear about what it is exactly, then I will discuss doing a skin biopsy of that lesion to remove it so that we can look at it under the microscope. I like to end my exam with the patient by reviewing sort of my findings, anything I'm worried about, and then reviewing sun safety measures, making sure that they know the importance of wearing a hat, 
seeking shade, wearing sun protective clothing, and of course, wearing a sunscreen with an SPF 30 or higher every single day, not just on days they're going to be at the beach. And then, of course, making sure that I've answered all the patient's questions and concerns before they leave, and then letting them know how often I think they should come back. And that's going to be different for every single patient. Now, this whole exam can actually happen very quickly. As dermatologists, we are scanning and evaluating the skin, like I said, from the moment you come in the room, when we're even just talking with you, we are already beginning our physical exam. And depending on what your skin looks like, we can actually do a skin exam in a very short amount of time because we have done thousands of these in our lifetime and we know what we're looking for and we know how to spot these ugly ducklings or these things that are concerning and we can eliminate the distractors or the benign skin conditions very easily because of all the training and experience we have doing this. So don't let a quick skin exam make you think that it wasn't necessarily thorough. The most important thing is that all those body parts that I mentioned were looked at by a board-certified dermatologist. Now, what are some things that you can do to prepare for your skin exam to optimize it and make sure that you are getting the best care possible during your exam? Well, you are going to want to make sure that your medical history is up to date. If you have a new medical diagnosis or you've had a surgery since your last visit, make sure you let your dermatologist know about any changes. You'll also want to make sure you have an updated medication list with dosing so that your dermatologist is aware of the medicines you're taking. Like I said earlier, some medications can make you more sun sensitive and there are some medications that can actually increase your risk of skin cancer. So make sure you know what you're taking and you know what the doses are. It's important that if you really want your dermatologist to do a thorough exam, removing any nail polish or toenail polish is the best way for them to evaluate that. When you are getting your nails done, make sure to look at your toes to make sure there's nothing hiding out under there that you're worried about. And lastly, for women, wearing minimal or no makeup is preferred. If you come to your skin check wearing a thick, heavy coat of foundation, it is going to be much, much harder for your dermatologist to really carefully evaluate your skin because a lot of the subtle findings that we're looking for will be obscured. So for the best, most thorough skin exam, wear minimal or no makeup to your visit. All right. Well, hopefully this dispelled any fear or anxiety you might have about a total body skin exam. It can really be a quick and easy, painless visit, but so, so important and really can save your life if skin cancers and concerning things are caught early. So if you haven't already established a relationship with a dermatologist, now is a great time to do so. You can go to the American Academy of Dermatology's website, www.org forward slash find hyphen a hyphen derm. And you can find a board certified dermatologist in your zip code. And I will link that in the show notes below. All right. Thanks so much for listening. And I hope you guys found this worthwhile. Thank you so much for listening to The Skin Reel. 
I hope it's been informative, educational, and perhaps a little entertaining. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to like and subscribe and share with a friend. Don't want to stop your learning just yet? Head on over to theskinreel.com for show notes, blog posts, and so much more. Until next time, skin friends. Thank you.